I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Hey, thank you very much for dropping in here on my podcast, because I really like having your ear here. Once upon a time, hey, don't you just love stories that begin like that? I do, especially true ones like the one I'm going to tell you right now. So, once upon a time, not very long ago, when I was still flying my little Piper airplane, I was coming home from a night flight. Home, in this case, was a small airport just west of Philly. Like small airports everywhere, the lighting wasn't very good. You could just make out the runway but you couldn't see anything on it. So, when I was about to land, a voice seemed to shout in my ear, don't land, so I didn't. I did what I was taught to do a very long time ago. I went around, as we call it, for another approach. When I did, I could see a motorcycle running up and down on the runway. (laughs) If I had landed that first time, the results would have been very messy. That voice was an unconscious hunch. We've all had them. I saved two lives that night, his and mine. Doing what I was taught was a very conscious level action. So it was the combination of my conscious and my unconscious that saved my day that night. That combination of conscious and unconscious minds is very valuable for very obvious reasons. I found a way for you to combine them whenever you need to, and I call it the gloat boot. So, let me tell you about the gloat boat and give you a first-class cabin and a clearance to the captain's place on the bridge. But I think the great gloat boat needs some context. So, please take a moment to remember Captain Steubing who was the commander of TV's Love Boat. Love Boat was a ship full of lustful loving. The Love Boat, exciting anew, is how the opening theme song put it all those years ago. The exciting anew Love Boat. I think the show went off the air around 1985, but it's still going strong in reruns. And if you missed it the first time around, suggest you look it up on YouTube. The Love Boat song says love is life's sweetest reward. Well, Captain Steubing, like all captains, was responsible for the safety of his ship and ultimately for the excitement and love that the ship promised. Captain Steubing was the guy responsible. It's like the pilot in an airplane's left front seat is called the pilot in command. So who is responsible for your excitement? I mean... Who's the person responsible for your personal fun? Maybe even responsible for your real love. Going to give you one way to find that person and grab the controls of your own personal gloat boat. I bet you didn't even know you have a gloat boat, huh? (laughs) Lots of people say you shouldn't gloat, but I think you should. And you should enjoy the feeling. 
Here's some background. When I was a therapist, one question I always asked my new clients was, what do you do for fun? Now, my office was on the next block from the United Nations building in Manhattan, a very exclusive neighborhood. And most of my clients came from that neighborhood, and they had money enough to do basically whatever they wanted to do, including whatever they wanted to do for fun. But 92% of my clients answered my question with a long pause and then something to the effect of, what is there to do for fun? This was in midtown Manhattan, the fun capital of the world, and they weren't having any fun. And I believe that's a major reason why they were having all kinds of problems. And please remember, as I have told you on this podcast before, fun fights fear, fat, and failure. These folks didn't have anything to take their minds off all the bad or boring stuff in their lives. So that's why I started the Gloat Boat. It was my way of putting my clients in charge of bringing some fun, something exciting and new sometimes including love into their lives. A little bit like Captain Steubing's love boat promised all those years ago. Captain Steubing was the guy in charge of the love boat, the guy ultimately responsible for seeing to it, both that his passengers were safe and that they were experiencing what the theme song called something exciting and new. The gloat boat promises to take you back for some quick flashes of some some of the feelings of fun and control that were already highlights in your life. And it's your life, so you know you can trust them to be real. If you close your eyes for a moment, you might be able to see a picture of Captain Steubing. And believe it or not, you probably also have a real picture of the person who will be the captain in charge of your gloat boat, either as a selfie in your smartphone or in some collection of paper pictures in your personal memories drawer. I'll tell you about it in a few moments. But first, here is some fun with Dick's Details. Dick's Details is a bunch of mostly unimportant facts that you can stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's driving you nuts out the other ear and you can grab a grin because when you grab a grin, you usually win. Peanuts are a major ingredient in making dynamite. So for God's sake, don't drop your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, especially face down. If the answer is climate, what is the question? If the answer is climate, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not, I haven't told you yet, but I'll tell you in a few minutes. If the answer is climate, what is the question? One single teaspoon of honey is the life work of 20 bees. You know how we found out about that? It's by mounting a sting operation. <laughs> After leading his troops in the Revolutionary War and serving as President of the United States and sitting for painting that picture on your dollar bill, George Washington opened a whiskey factory. I'll drink to that. Cows kill more Americans every year than sharks do. Guess they really deeply resent farmers milking them with cold fingers. 
And it says here that pigeons have been trained by the U.S. Coast Guard to spot swimmers having trouble at sea. And I wonder how they mark their location. You know, that could be kind of messy. If the answer is climate, the question is, what do you do with a ladder? You climb it, of course. (laughs) It's like if the answer is a haircut. The question is, what do you call a circumcised rabbit a haircut? Richard. I know. You think that's bad, don't you? I must confess that when I was a kid, I always thought it would be really neat if the other parents on the block used me as a bad example. Dicks the tails, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com. Would you please tell a couple of friends? Because if you like them, your friends will probably like them too. And of course, that'll be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. Captain Stubing was the commander of the love boat all those years ago. And you are the commander in charge of your gloat boat. And here's one way to get that power going for you. First of all, please remember that lots of the forces for good in the community have told you not to gloat. Wrong. (laughs) The gloat boat says it's fine to remember the feelings of the great stuff that you've done in your life. Just don't rub those successes in to other people, you know? And that's an important key to the ignition of your gloat boat. Just enjoy a quick image. And the feeling that you've had as the commander of your gloat boat, as the person in charge right now, how does that person in charge look to you? while you're working at turning your fantasy into a dream. And by the way, one big difference between a fantasy and a dream is the effort that you put into achieving success. A fantasy is a great idea. A dream is a great idea that you're willing to work at, hard. And success is something the captain of your gloat boat looks like he or she can do and will do to make your dream come true. Your gloat boat captain never forgets the power of a genuine dream. There's a story about the power of dreams in my Love and Touch spoken word story CDs. If it weren't for dreams, a baby's birth would mean only pain. New Year's Eve would be just another black winter night, and we wouldn't even bother to light Christmas. If it weren't for dreams, we'd lose faith in God and Santa Claus and any love that lasts for a very long time. Some dreams drive your eyes and hands and insides, bending your life into shape. Others just toss you around the bed, tying sheets around you and dropping you over mind cliffs, falling for hours without hitting bottom. And there are dreams that just wake you with a smile. Somehow the word dreamer has become an accusation. But what's wrong with grown-ups walking together through lawn sprinkler puddles on a summer night, leaving wet footprint designs in the warm cement? Or walking on railings? Or staying up all night just to see the dawn? We've been legend-tellers since we picked those two dandelions that were separated by popsicle sticks and beer cans and bare spots in the park. 
Cinderella and Rumpelstiltskin have nothing on our story. We turned those dandelions into two enchanted lovers and reunited them forever in a jelly glass on your dresser. Dreamers and dandelions and legend tellers reach for the moon with earth in our hands. We're incense and candle people, moonlight skinny dippers, seashell and magic rock collectors. We're sunshine lovers, piano plunkers, and window shoppers, revolutionaries, and flyers of yellow kites, until we meet someone who recognizes our own special dream, and then we become lovers. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't see clearly enough to trace the footprints on the face of the moon, or watch planets twinkle on and off as they pass between the mountains on her rim. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't touch carefully enough to warm and hold and then soften and harden and thrust and grasp the way we make love. We flow together, boiling in the same water magic that glistens darkly inside the planet, drifting in thin air, glittering the earth with snowflakes, and crushing the edges of continents. Dreams are best when dreamers come in two. But how could couples learn being one if it weren't for dreams? Santa Claus, sometimes with cookies and milk, but always with smiles and open arms. The story is called If It Weren't For Dreams, and it's from my Love and Touch Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. If you want a fresh copy, just send me your email, and I will send you a completely free, no-strings-attached download of If It Weren't For Dreams. My email is dick at dicksummer.com. What's yours? Captain Steubing was in charge of the love boat. And if you look carefully enough, you'll find an honest picture of the captain of your own gloat boat. I'm pretty sure you have a picture of yourself when you felt like the captain of your own gloat boat, either in your smartphone or maybe some paper pictures that you might have stashed away somewhere, maybe in your memories drawer, huh? If you come up empty looking there, just remember how you felt working on making a dream come true and seeing it really happen. And when you get a really good feeling like that, take a selfie of yourself as the gloat boat captain. Your dream doesn't have to be huge, like, you know, winning a lover or getting some great job. Those are four smokestacks gloat boats. 
Rowboats are sometimes used as lifeboats, too. Come on. You can remember the feeling of that lovely look and scent of a real Christmas tree on Christmas Eve when you were four or five years old. That's a gloat rowboat, huh? Or that little dog in your life right now who's so happy to see you when you come home that she jumps up on you to lick your hand. Or maybe you can just remember an amazing smile from somebody you've grown to love. Or maybe someone you've loved and lost. Those little gloat rowboats can be lifeboats when there's a hurricane going on in your life. So try the gloat boat. It's free, and it certainly can't hurt you. <laughs> Just remember that picture of yourself when you felt really gloatful. And use how that feels to you when you take charge again now. And then float your gloat boat, whatever its size. And by the way, please let me know how it works for you, because I'm really interested. And as always, thank you for bringing your ear here. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.